Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brecky Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am, Monday to Friday. It's the week that was, with Max Stankamp of The Shepparton News. Good morning, Max. Good morning, Terry. How just, are you? Good, thank you. Just played some Taylor Swift for you, and you're very excited about the new Taylor Swift album release. Yes, it was very good. That was the big news of the week. <laughs> when, the only when, thing we'll be talking about this morning. <laughs> when did that happen? Um, that came out October 21 at, uh, at 3 p.m. Australian time. <laughs> and how long since she's released an album? Um, she released one 2021, maybe. It's, it hasn't okay. been a massive hasn't gap. hasn't been that long, but, um, but was still too long for you? Oh, it was too long for, for most people, really. This and a month. And your review of the new album? Good. Yeah, different. Good. Big thumbs up. Unusual, more of the same. No, or? no, it was, it was, it was, it was good. There were some songs that were very good. There were some songs that were fine. Okay, I, I will had, check I it out. Good, I had a good time. Was it called Midnight or something? It was called Midnight. Yes. Okay, cool. So check out the new album by Taylor Swift, Midnight. Hot tip for you there from Max. There you go. And Thanks. I'm sure there have been some other things that have been uh, consuming your mind this other, week. Other thing? I, mm, <laughs> no, I'm not, I don't think so. Well, I think one thing that has been consuming your mind from what I can gather and which I wholeheartedly agree with is this sort of slurry of weather warnings that we get in an event like what we've just had and how difficult it is to keep up with them and how it can be actually quite stressful mm. um, and how, I guess, these warnings that we're getting all the time, and I'm still reading them out, you know, um, they're a blunt... I mean, I'm not blaming anyone. It's not anyone's no. fault, but it's such a blunt instrument, isn't it? Is. It is. It's, uh, I think, yeah, it's something I've thought about for a bit because obviously, you know, anyone that's... Um, anyone living across the region, um, you know, if they've got the Vic Emergency app, which, you know, we keep being told that we should download and is very good. You know, it gives you the, the warnings that, you know, you need to evacuate now, you need to, you know, it's safe to return, this, that, you know, a lot of the warnings in it are very important. But then also, you know, you get 25 in a row, you know, during the height of the flood, it's where you get 25 notifications in three minutes saying there's been a flood in Shepparton, there's been a flood in Maroona, there's a flood in Murchison, and you're like... Yes, like, <laughs> yeah. like an isolated incident of a flood on Lenny Street. And, you know, it's kind of like we know that Lenny Street's flooded in Maroopna. We know that, you know, Victoria Park Lake and Tom Collins Drive is flooded in Shepparton. We know that, you know, there are floods all over the place. We don't need the individual notifications and them being the same as, um, you know, the, the, the same type of notification, the same type of alert as then an evacuate now warning. Um, and just the absolute deluge of them. Maybe um, the need to have a, rather than just a ping for, you know, a ding, ding, ding or something. For them, yeah, for them. If, if there's a way know. of differentiating yes. it, having different icons or something to just kind of help the, the you know, the, just the flurry of notifications that came through was something that I'd been thinking about. Because obviously, you know, we, we're still getting them despite, you know, the, the touch wood, the danger having by and large passed for, for Shepparton and Maroopna and most of the Goulburn River now. It's, you know, Barmer's still obviously... Um, you know, there's still a lot of water at Barmer and that's, that's slowly moving its way down the Murray to, to poor old Echuca that's, that's copping the brunt of it and will be copping the brunt of it for a little while, it looks like. So, um, yeah, it was just something that I'd, I'm, I'm intrigued as to if other people thought the same thing. Like, obviously, you know, I, that I was in a position where I had a lot of people calling me at the same time and messaging and my phone was going off and that's kind of the nature of my job. Um, but it's probably the nature of a lot of people's job in a flood where 
know, if you're, you know, you're getting calls about if the shop's okay or if you, you know, your employees are all right or... And if your family isn't nearby, they're just hearing, like, for example, Kyla West, where I live, came up all the time and people were sort of saying to me, aren't you leaving? And I'm like, no, it's actually quite a distance from us. Mm. So, but it's just this blanket warning. Mm, yeah, which is, and, you know, the, the way that for, for Shep and Marupna especially, because we've got the, th- you know, the four different river systems that flow into Shepparton, um, meaning we get alerts for, you know, downstream of Euroa, downstream of Benalla. Um, I think maybe they need to start being more specific. I can't say Marupna. I mean, that's too big of an area. You know, well, yeah, I mean, you the warnings a- need to be more specific. Mm, you can adjust your, um, your radius down yes. there, you know, a kilometre, I yep. think, is the, the smallest you can get, but, you know, it's not something that most people know and the you know it's for people that you know don't have english as a first language especially mm. it would have been really confusing yes. difficult. And, and you know older people that don't use phones much as well it's it's then hard to kind of differentiate so it's been something that's been on my mind and i'm intrigued as to if other people have had it as well um but there's been a lot of other stories obviously coming out of the flooding as well um you know certainly a lot been happening the cleanup will be will be long and and um you know, difficult for a lot of people. Um, How, uh, well, I don't know if it's really a lighter note, but an unusual note, camels in the Murray. Camels in the Murray. <laughs> um, so if you haven't seen up in Echuca, um, Branson Gibson, Riv Herald, a journalist, has been, uh, he did a story about a camel being rescued from the Murray I think there's been River. two now, hasn't there? Been um, a couple. Oh, yeah, there was another one overnight. Yes, they've, yes. Just, they've found another camel. So um, I don't know if this is a flood mitigation strategy where you just get a lot of camels in the, in the river and they drink enough water that it goes down. Yeah, it sounds or, like a great idea. Um, <laughs> or if it's just camels getting lost. I didn't think there were many in it. Are no, they wild? Know. Are they pets? What are they? I, I don't know. We don't know. I don't know. I'm very confused and they should probably go home. Those camels, at rivers are not... I wouldn't be going anywhere near the river if I was a no an animal at this stage. But, you know, there's... You know, it's been a, a very interesting time in Echuca with obviously you know, the camels. I had the New South Wales premiere there yesterday. Um, they had a house party... Um, you know, in the floodwaters on the wrong side of the levee, which, you know, they've, for those that haven't uh, heard, they've erected a, a two-kilometre levee around parts of Echuca and, you know, it's cut off some houses that are now on the wrong side of the levee um, who are obviously pretty distraught about that. But there was one house um, owned by the, the Alpha Boss is apparently what his name is um, or what he's known as. Um, him and his wife just set up DJ decks on sandbags and everyone rocked up in you know, shin-deep flood water and had just a beer and a party and a, apparently a very good time. Trying to make the best of it. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, back in Shepparton, we had a, a yarn today, uh, which is on the front page with a, a, an incredible photo um, from Holly Daniel that's um, talking about Casey Threlfall, who was born during the 93 floods. So, you know, um, obviously a pretty stressful time there. And then she went into labour on Sunday um, as her house got cut off by rising floodwaters in uh, in Shepparton. So it was kind of a an incredible, you know, full circle moment. Um, and obviously a bit stressful to, you know, giving birth is, as I understand, not the, you know, not the most stress-free occasion at the best of times. I think that's probably safe to say, Max. Um, let alone when you have to get on an SES boat while in labour to try and get somewhere that isn't... Not you know, ideal, isn't but uh, sounds as though all's well that ends well. 
Yes. Um, baby's okay. Mum's okay. Yeah, baby's okay. So baby yeah, Ava, I, I see. I was looking to see whether there was going to be some flood-related name, but no. No, no <laughs> with Ava, which I don't know what sort of flood-related name. You'd well, know I had it. my second child in the 2010 floods, which weren't as bad as these ones, of course. But uh, it was suggested I call him Noah, but I didn't. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I called him Bo. <laughs> Boat. I suppose. Did you go the middle name of T? <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I'm trying yeah, to think so of water-related names. I don't know. Morgan apparently means by the sea, but that's that's not quite the same, is it? No, I mean, I, no. Um, <laughs> we'll have to have a think about that. We will. So, um, yeah, there's a council meeting overnight as well um, to kind of yes. steer away from flood-related stories. So um, Shane Sally was um, re-elected as Greater Shepparton Mayor, um, but the very interesting thing out of it was that... Um, Shipton Council has unanimously voted to advocate to change Australia Day. Um, so that's obviously Council hasn't, we can't change Australia Day. That's not what they're doing. They're going to advocate for changing the date. Yep. We've got um, uh, Shane on after 8 o'clock actually to talk about that. Mm, that's an interesting one. Yeah, very much so. So it'll be, um, you know, it's a, a huge, you know, a, a big move for Council continue. There will be a fair bit of backlash from a lot of people, but also a lot of people in Shepparton are, you know, you know are pretty hurt by that date, um, considering large Indigenous population. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see that how, how that comes out in the wash. And um, Shane got re-elected for two years. They changed the uh, term to two years. Two years, yes. And a bit of a stoush over the deputy mayor. Yeah, I don't know if it was a stoush or if it was a split or just you know um, how it happened. All the above. Um, but yeah, there's a there's been a split in deputy mayor. So um, Anthony Brophy and it, the other person was Sam Spinks. Um, so they they were split. But isn't there nine councillors? So Kim O'Keefe has temporarily stepped down because of the election. But then didn't Dinny Adem step up? So Dinny stepped into Rob Priestley's role, ah. um, is my understanding, and then Kim has yes, temporarily stepped down. And so f- four, four versus four. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, we were sitting there doing the maths, trying to just have the fingers out, going, <laughs> hang on, how, who, who's missing? And then we... Of course. Um, you know, remembered that it was, no, Kim's stepped down and... So it's all Kim's fault. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so should she be unsuccessful at the election, she, I believe, should be back. But until then, it, there are just the eight of them. So uh, so the deputy mayor election was postponed, but I don't know what, what's going to change if it's four and four. No, neither do I. A bit of lobbying um, going on? Maybe, maybe they just like, somebody pulls out like a packet of Maltesers and just goes, hey, do you want to... <laughs> If you vote, I can give you a Malteser. Mm. Um, I don't know. That'll how. do it. That'll Does do that it. fit under the, the statutory? You might have to declare it. bribery? <laughs> Maybe. Um, allegedly using Maltesers. Mm. Um, and yeah, so it's, it's, um, there's obviously plenty of flood content. Um, and you know, we, we had a reporter, Monique Preston, out at Bumbathi yesterday, um, which has had an issue with you know, water quality and sewerage. Um, in the water out there. Um, so there'll be some stories coming on that over the next couple of days. And, you know, just I'd encourage people to head to, you know, the Shep News website, but your, your local paper website, just to see what's happening. Most of the flood coverage is all free. Um, the stories coming out of it have been, you know, pretty fantastic. And just as a, a brief aside, you know, we're, we're so proud of the, the work we've done during the floods because, you know, most of our journalists or a lot of them had to move themselves. We're all um, in evacuation zones and had to move and run around and um, to do the, the coverage we did and the live blogs we did with, um, you know, while under that pressure was, you know, you know trying to toot our own horn a little bit, but it was, I'm super proud of the work we did. Yeah, and, and a bit of commentary on the fact that people were very much turning to their local papers as the source uh, during this crisis. Uh, 
giving you more clarity perhaps than the 99 warnings pinging on your phone. Yeah, hopefully we're trying to decipher them and that was causing a bit of stress and a bit of, uh, you know, yelling at the keyboard in our <laughs> temporary office. Always a good option to yell at the keyboard, always. Yes. Um, Has a great effect. Yes, but it was, yeah, it was obviously a pretty stressful time and I'm, uh, I'm super proud of the work we did and, you know, 1FM were also broadcasting. The ABC did a brilliant job. It was... Um, Everyone uh, pitched in, yes. Yeah, it was, you know, it showed, shows how important that, how important regional media is. Um, yes, and that it, it should be supported at all costs. Yeah, you might not uh, think so on a daily basis that you need to read your pa- daily paper every day. I do, but my, some people may not think that. But then if you don't support it, it's not going to be there in times of crisis either. So it's a tricky one, isn't it? Mm, exactly. So mm. Not all news is free. Someone has to pay for it. <laughs> no, no, otherwise we'd, uh, we'd be rocking up the supermarket asking for free free food, which That's doesn't right. quite go down That's right. quite as well. Okay, Max, that's a pretty good summary. Anything else you need to let us know about? Um, no, well, this is where we can start the, uh, the hour-long Taylor Swift review, isn't it? <laughs> All right, I might just go to some um, sponsors' announcements and um, turn Max's microphone <laughs> off. <laughs> Thanks very much for your time today, Max, and no I hope to catch up with you again soon. Thanks, Terry. We'll that's see you soon. Max Stankamp of The Shepparton News. The Shepparton Golf Club is regional golf's hidden gem. Right around your doorstep on the banks of the beautiful Goulburn River. With over a century of proud history, the Shepparton Golf Club features regularly in Australia's top 100 courses and is found in superb condition all year round. With first-class dining, entertainment and on-course accommodation, the Shepparton Golf Club provides its members and guests a prestige golfing, entertainment and dining experience that is rich in culture with a warm, welcoming country vibe. For more information on membership, restaurant and event calendar, visit shepparton.golf.net.au and view our offering. Or call us anytime on 5821-2717. 1FM Sponsor. Snake season is here. Have you serviced your snake repellers this spring yet? If not, book a service call and let Jason's Pest Control update your batteries and check your repellers are right to go for this snake season. You don't have snake repellers yet? That's okay. Call us now and get them professionally installed. Protect your kids, pets and yourself. Our snake repellers are the best on the market and even have a two-year warranty. For more information, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM Sponsor. Station sponsors McNamara Real Estate are now servicing the entire Goulburn Valley area. Our proud local family-run business is pleased to offer you a comprehensive service that comes with decades of local real estate experience between our team and is the region's best value agency, offering the area's only all-inclusive cap price commission rates. That's right, cap price commission. So if you're considering selling your home, please contact McNamara Real Estate on 5831 6405. That's 5831 6405. Or visit us at McNamaraRealEstate.com.au. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.